Hi, my name's John Kasher and welcome to Cash Talk, where there'll be no boundaries and a lot of straight talk. All things money, business, and just everyday stuff. Hey guys, before we get started, just a quick reminder that all the information in this podcast is of a general nature and not tailored to your personal circumstances. So please seek personal financial advice before acting on this information. Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of Cash Talk. And today on Friday Finance, I'm joined once again by co-host Mason Thorne. Mason, how are you, mate? Going well, thank you. Going well. How about yourself? Yeah, I'm going really well, mate. Really well. Um, today's a really good one because we're going to be speaking about something that's quite quite um quite in our wheelhouse where we're talking to clients or people that might be experiencing the certain symptoms of they've got good cash flow they're saving they're paying down debt they're building wealth but what's next and obviously you see this uh, with me all the time so it's a it's a great great talking point or a great uh chat that we can have because we see this all the time that's it's a great place to be, and I think it's a it's a bit of a different theme as to some of the more recent uh, episodes that we've done, where we've been talking about with the cash flows tight, what we do, inflation, all these types of things. So I think this one's a nice turn on its head a little bit. It, what's what's what happens when the opposite's happening? Good cash flow, saving, paying down debt, as you mentioned, and building wealth, and the next steps after that, because they sound all like really great things. Um, yeah, how you level up to that next that next thing? Yeah, that's it. That's it. So. You know, I find that there's there's a, a different cohorts happening as you can discuss. There's the ones that are kind of making ends meet. They, you know, they're in kind of they're earning, they're burning. But you know, these people are really experiencing you know a, another kind of um, issue, if you kind of call it, and that's really the lack of clarity because these people have options. Okay, so they're saving. You know, they're paying down their mortgage, or they might be paying down uh, other small debts. You know, they've probably even started in, you know, getting some ETFs or they might have an investment property. But really, they're lacking clarity, aren't they, Mason, these people, when they come see us? That's it. It's Yeah, they've got their, got their foundation set in a really good way, which is so, so important. We do focus a lot on the foundations because, as you know, when you're building a house, if the foundation's weak, it can, it can crumble, and then everything just goes really, really bad. So they've got their foundation set. That you're right. That's the clarity piece. Like, what what do we want to achieve, and what is possible for us to achieve? And then, because once you once you're clear on what you want, you set set the arrow and go for it. So I think that's yeah. As you said, it's clarity, and that's it, it sounds simple, but getting clarity is so so powerful. And, and I can't help Mason, but think about like I know probably I'm showing I started to show my age, but like this they they're experiencing that kind of Indiana Jones moment. You know, they're going into the the Temple of Doom. They've got all of these different kind of pathways that they can do, go down. One will lead them to their you know their death, and the other one will lead them to the Holy Grail. And it's like this is that's going on in their head. They they're trying to kind of even throw their investment strategy, and they're throwing dartboards at the wall. But they just don't have that clear plan to execute to get them from where they are now to really that next stage that we're talking about, which is financial freedom. Okay, and financial freedom for everyone is the position where you've got passive income that exceeds your lifestyle requirements. Okay, so for us, we love working with these people as well because it's a really huge value add for us coming in, building a financial roadmap, 
and then executing on that roadmap to give them the confidence. Because one of the other things that we usually find with these people as well, and for the listeners and the viewers that are experiencing this themselves, it's also the time factor, okay? And it's this, this, this sense of, you know, we're doing everything, we're, but we're also not getting to where we need to go kind of quick enough, okay? And I, I, I sometimes have to, you know, use analogies and use metaphors, but if you think about it, these guys have just put themselves on a ship and they're sailing towards the direction in which they need to sail to, okay? But if they can, if they drift one or two percent the wrong way, it's going to take them a hell of a long time or they might miss the destination all complete. And so what we do is when we build financial plans for these people is create a clear game plan, a clear roadmap or a clear path to get them from their current destination to the treasure. And the treasure is that financial freedom moment, okay? And it's by building that clear strategy and that key game plan that gets them to the destination as quick as possible. But it doesn't, doesn't come that easy as well too. Yes, you can build a roadmap. Yes, you can build a strategy to get you from point A to point B. But Mason, there's a lot in regards to making sure that that boat continues to sail. Um, and there's a lot of other factors that kind of come in to make sure that you've got the certainty of getting there. And what I'm obviously talking about is the consistency, the accountability, okay? The changing in directions. You can't just get a financial plan or a roadmap or whatever you want to kind of do to get to that destination without being kept accountable, kept inconsistent. Because the reality is, is the it's the behaviors that we're trying to change with these individuals. As much as they might have their money management sorted, there's usually a lot of behavioral stuff that we need to work with as well. Exactly right. And I think the thing as well, John, it's, it's easy to forget what we're after. It's 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 very it's very well and good to say, oh, we want to achieve this at this point in time. You can easily park it and just not don't think about it again, just hope for the best. So I think as you said, keep people accountable and say and reminding people of what they want. Like, oh, you you said you wanted to retire by 55. Are we still do we still want to do that? Because sometimes goals change too. That's something as well. Like sometimes where the ship's going, mm. it does need to pivot a little bit. But knowing when to pivot is crucial, not letting it pivot when you don't want it to pivot. So it's yeah, it's a, it's a tricky one. Captaining this boat can be quite tricky when the winds are coming. So the winds might be government legislation changes or rule changes, or maybe you get a bit of a, a gust forward because you've got a change in job, you've elevated your income. That changes things because we might be able to get to that destination quicker. And that changes the whole ball game. If we can get there quicker, but then on the, on the reverse, there might be a headwind. Maybe we've mm -hmm. lost our job. Headwinds there. What do we do now? What's the next thing? So there, there's just so many balls up in the air, so many different winds coming. I keep changing analogies, but you yeah. know what I mean? Like there's just so much going on. Yeah. Clarity, accountability, and making sure what we want to achieve is still the thing that we want to mm -hmm. achieve. One 100%. And, and I, think, I think the other thing is to appreciate that the people that are experiencing these symptoms you can really accelerate your ability to get to financial freedom if you get things right, yeah? Um, I can't stress enough that if you if you use the telescope, you could probably see the treasure, yeah? Um, like you could probably see the treasure. And so, you know, don't stuff around, okay? Time is of the essence as well too, okay? Because you can quickly get moved over into a totally different destination if you don't act quickly and yes you might be thinking oh i've got here myself quite good okay 
what's it going to look like if I get someone to keep me accountable or get me to that next level? Mason, these people are the ones who probably value that clarity and confidence the most and probably get to that destination quicker than anyone if they knuckle down, act swift, swiftly, um, and put themselves on the right destination. Would you say that's correct? 100%. The, the people who buy into the process... Mm-hmm. They, the results just speak for themselves. It's really, it's really heartening to see when you when you get someone to where they want to go. Mm-hmm. It's an it's an amazing feeling. It's the best part of the job. Wouldn't you agree, John? It's the absolute best part of the job. One hundred percent. And if you were if you were Mason, if we were talking about holes in a boat, and so if you're talking about like what we see the most, where people aren't doing things well in this, they if they're at this stage, okay. I would say that there's there's actually still a lot of holes in the boat that need to be fixed. So if you're actually talking about like, could I be doing things better? There, up until now, there is a very very small percentage. I'm not going to say never, but there's a very very small percentage of clients that I would say I look at their situation and go, this is absolutely perfect, and we can't improve on anything. Yeah, like there is literally always something that can get improved on. The most common ones are not tax effectively building wealth. Yeah. How many clients we see that are giving extra donations to the ATO that they should have been. They haven't direct, they're not directing their income in the right ways. They're not asset protecting their money for their future kids or, or whatever's going to be the, be the case. Um, you might be having good cash flow. You might be saving, you might be paying down debt, but there also might be leakage as well too. Yeah. And we're finding this all the case. Like, you know, we can get, the 90 days worth of transactions prior to coming to see us. And then we're looking at it and then all of a sudden it's like, oh yeah, sorry, that was a one-off for that. Oh, sorry, that was that. Oh, we didn't realize we've been on all, like there is just so many holes in the boat. And by, by, by making sure that you tighten this up, I can't emphasize how much you can supercharge your ability to get to the destination sooner than later. And, and most people that we go through the exercise with them to build a roadmap for them, they're astonished of what they can do, okay? And I, I often say that most people overestimate what they can do in 12 months, but underestimate what they can do in 12 years. And this cohort is exactly that cohort of people, isn't it? 100%, 100%. I think another thing too that I often see, John, is because there's such information out there now that there's, there's so, I'll use your Indiana Jones example, there's just so many tunnels you can go down. So, and then what we what we see is people stand still. There's too much choice. I don't know what to do. I don't want to make the wrong choice, so I'll make no choice at all. Mm. This is a killer, I think. Yeah. And, and and another one in the same realm is I might do a little bit here, a little bit here, a little bit here, and just don't commit to a certain strategy. Mm. And you sort of half half doing everything, but not actually doing anything. And yeah, that's yeah, another yeah. thing. Having that clarity, just like Let's just do it. This is the strategy. Bang, hundred percent. You're all in, right? Yeah. Like it's like with anything in life, John. Like if you mm. go all in, you're going to get better results than if you put maybe ten percent of your effort here, ten percent here, maybe twenty mm. percent focus over here. It's hundred mm. percent. Go hard. Go hard. Go home. Basically. Yeah, very much. And and there's there there is a lot of a DIY kind of feel to a lot of these people as well too, because they've acknowledged that they've got to one point. But I just want everyone to understand that. If you want to take your wealth seriously and get it to that totally next stage and get to financial freedom sooner rather than later, well, think about it if you wanted to honestly compete at, I don't know, any kind of 
high-level sport, okay? You're getting that coach to take you up one step higher, yeah? Taking you up that one step more. And the other thing, like you said before, Mason, which is spot on, it's the throwing of the darts, yeah? They're just throwing darts absolutely everywhere trying to hit bullseye, okay? It's a matter about honing in those skills and making sure you're throwing the darts at a plan that's going to execute to get bullseye, yeah? And you, I want you to think about it. Like, Mason, how often do we see where they've got some stocks over here, they've got a little bit of ETFs over here, they might have an account half set up properly that over there, they've got their an investment property, but it's kind of not owned in the right ways, they've kind of got the wrong tax structures in regards to that. Their debts are okay, but, you know, they've got a kind of problem in regards to the way that they're set up as well. Like, they're trying to dabble, like you said, but they're just not... They're not honed in and they don't really have that objectivity as well too, Mason, where it's like, okay, well, why are you doing that investment strategy or why you got that property? Like, what's the whole purpose of it? And they haven't gone through the exercise of really making sure they understand the reasons why they need to do what they're doing or why they're doing what they're doing. And this is really where it starts to unravel the problems where we see this, Mason. It's around, there's no clear strategy. It's really, they're just sailing the boat with no oars and no... No thing, they're just literally in the water, just hoping to get to the destination. Spot on. That's a hundred percent right. I think I think these these type of like with the I think the ETF example is a really good one. So you might see a small portfolio and they've just dabbled in a few different types of ETFs they might have seen. Maybe someone on Instagram just say, Oh, I really like this ETF. And there's just a, sort of a bit of a random allotment of different ETFs. There's no real strategy to the portfolio. As you mentioned, there's probably an investment property in their hometown. It's not quite not quite doing what maybe it should be doing, or even it is doing what's meant to be doing. As you mentioned, it's not invested correctly, or it's not it's not in the right tax structure to grow the most efficiently. Yeah, there's just so many different little things, and just I think I think as well, we're all we're always sold that the investment property is the ticket, but ticket to what? That's we need to know what we're trying to do, like because investment properties aren't for everyone. Because they are, we're using leverage, higher risk, and it's definitely not mm. for everyone to to want to mm. worry about those things. They can be a great builder to wealth, but uh, mm-hmm. not for everyone. So, mm. yeah, it's funny that we when we're doing our plans for people, there's no, I don't think there's any one strategy that's really the same. Like, there's always different things for different people. It's not like, oh, this is our custom made AFA Group Wealth solution. Here you yeah. go, buy it off it's, the shelf, and you have it. Well, there you go. And get our job's done. Uh, unfortunately, it's not that easy. It's uh, mm-hmm. well, it's, I say unfortunate, but it actually makes our job really exciting. It's yeah. always it's like putting a puzzle together and just how mm-hmm. and cheap, how people achieve what specifically they want to achieve. Because mm-hmm. some people's goals, I'm like, oh, why would you want to do that? But that's it's not my life. I don't mm-hmm. I don't need to know why you want to mm-hmm. do that. It's oh, you, you need to know. You need to you need to know why. You just it might not be why for you. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, like, that, that's yeah. my better way to put it. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. Well, it's 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 very it's very interesting we talk about this because I think the other thing is as well too for for the people that are experiencing this is that you need to get to the granular level. So you need to obviously appreciate how much time and knowledge do you have to apply to your wealth creation journey to get to, to, to that optimum position. You might have and let's be all honest, yeah. You might have capped out your time your knowledge and expertise, but have you got up to that next level? You know, do you have what it takes and and do you want to, okay? 
I can cut my grass, but I don't cut my grass. I get someone else to cut it. Gives me my time back and they cut my grass better. Okay. And so what I'm talking about is I'm not just talking about wealth here. I'm using wealth as an exercise because that's the topic of conversation. But this is the same that applies to other aspects of your life. And that's what I'm getting at. Wealth is no different to your health, no different to your lifestyle. It's around the choices of what you want to do. Yeah. And the thing is, is that when it comes to your health and when it comes to your wealth, they're non-negotiables. Yeah. Non-negotiables. And if you think that it's not right, well, I can tell you it is when it comes to your wealth. And it can also come to your health. You can be as rich as you want to be, but if you don't have your health, what's the use of the money? Okay. You can have great health, but if you can't put food on the table, yeah, if you can't achieve your goals and aspirations, what's your fulfillment of life going to be like? Now, I'm not going to say that having endless amount of money means that you're going to be fulfilled. It's not what I'm saying at all. I'm more talking about the goals and aspirations you want in life happening when and how you want them to be. And to think about this, how would you feel if you couldn't retire the way you wanted to? How would you feel if you couldn't give your that deposit for the house that you wanted to for your children? How would you feel if you couldn't pay for that wedding which you always wanted to do for your daughter? How would you feel, you know, if you didn't have a rainy day money that would see out 12 months of your expenses so that you could go on a holiday that you've always been wanting to go on for your 40th or for your 50th? Now, when you think about that, one thing that I've learned very, very young, and it probably has put me to where I am today, is you never want to be thinking, what if? If you speak to someone close to their deathbed, they'll, they'll say to you, okay, if they're open in their conversation, they want to look back at their life and that it's been fulfilled. They've done everything they've wanted to do. They don't want to be living a life of living with only if i done that. Or what if I, I made that better or I worked harder at that or did something? You don't want to be living life unfulfilled thinking, what if? Create clarity, create confidence over tomorrow and achieve the life you want. You only get one crack at it, okay? And do what it takes to make sure that you're doing everything possible to achieve that. I think that's, yeah, I think that's, that's spot on. There's a saying I like to always say to clients that life's not a rehearsal. You only get to do it. You only do get to do it the one time. Like, I mean, there's beliefs and things. Don't get like we won't get into that discussion. But this, what, who you are now, one time. Mm-hmm. Make sure you're doing what you want to do. Like, it's so easy to put off. Oh, I'll I'll do the holiday a little bit later when the kids are older, and then the kids get older, they go to private school. It's gets a bit harder again, and it's oh, we'll do it once the kids are out of school. We'll take them on a big trip outside school. It doesn't. It's just you keep if you keep delaying life. Unfortunately, it will just it'll, it'll pass you by because you just don't know what's going to happen either. Like it's just there's so many unknowns. Um, we just don't know what's what's going to arise. So if you can do something that you want to do, do it. I think you just you just got to like and and money like money makes the world go around. Unfortunately, like money is the tool that we use to do these things. Like you can't escape it. It's mm. like yes, a lot of the a lot of the really great things in life are free, but money does enhance these things too. Spending time with him, all that stuff, fantastic. But can you do that while also 
go giving them a really great experience overseas or something like what you done you did John recently. You didn't put yeah. that off. Like that's I'm sure those five weeks that you spent overseas, like you'll you'll talk about those for years and years and years. One hundred percent. And we're looking to do our next one. Yeah. And let's let's be honest, the only way that we can do that is because of the financial position we've put ourselves in. Yeah. And if I wasn't able to do that, people say to me, Oh John, you'd be able to do some other things. Yeah, I would. Yeah. But can I can I take six weeks off every year? Can I take two months off at summertime to enjoy it with my family who are growing up? Now, please, I'm not trying to come here and go, oh my gosh, look at me. Remember, I started my journey when I was 14 and put some pretty good frameworks in from such a young age. But this comes because I was very close to people that were much, much older than me, wiser, mentors for me. Okay. And a lot of people where I learned a lot of things from also were people that were like, I wish I did that 20 years ago. Now, if you can get and learn of the art of not tripping over the same log someone else has tripped over, you're going to put yourself in a really, really good position. Okay, really, really good position. And that's what we're trying to tell you. Okay, don't trip over these same logs that other people have talked to you about. Mason, how many people that come to us all the time and be like, oh my gosh, I wish I did this 20 years ago. Or I wish I did this 10 years ago. Or I wish, I, I wish, please, like, don't wish anymore. Like, soon as you start in the workforce, start straight away. Like, seriously, start. Start your learning before you even get into the workforce, okay? Um, you know, you don't take it from me. Take it from Warren Buffett, who started investing when he was 11, yeah? Uh, you, do you know what I mean? Like, the earlier you start this, the better it is. And going back to these people that are in this cohort, this is exactly what we're talking about. You might be good, but are you great? Do you want an okay life or do you want an awesome life? A life that when you're looking back, you're like, babe, we smashed that. High five, yeah? We lived, we achieved all of our goals. We did exactly what we wanted to do. We provided, like Mason said, we're not saying that you need to be filthy rich and drive around in Lambos every day and have different colors and all of that stuff. We're not saying that. We're just you. Fulfillment comes from the achievement of your goals and aspirations and making sure that they're not just financial, they're lifestyle goals. We're talking about things that are in your life, not in your, not that uh, you need to have a certain amount of zeros in your bank account for you to go, woo. I can tell you that once the zeros get to a certain stage, everything after that doesn't matter. And also the achievement of the extra zeros means nothing. Like, let's talk about this. What's the difference between $100,000 and $101,000 from a happiness level? Nothing. Okay. That is not what we're talking about, guys. We're talking about the fulfillment of life. Okay. So... If you're experiencing this scenario, you've got good cash flow, you're saving, you're paying down debt, you're building wealth, and you're thinking what's next. You're suffering with the symptoms of which options, which one's going to give me the clear, the clarity, the confidence to get you from where you are now to where you want to be. Well, question yourself, are you limited? Are you limited from your time? Are you limited, be honest with yourself, from your knowledge and your expertise? Okay. And do I want to be living a life lacking the confidence of me having a fulfilled life? And this takes a little bit of self-reflection. This takes a bit of honesty, yeah, for you to then say, okay, well, maybe I need someone to step in, okay? Someone to step in, 
build a clear roadmap, execute on that roadmap, and ensure that you stay on that pathway to achieve your, your goals sooner rather than later. And I can assure you, what you think you can achieve in the next 12 months is probably overestimated. But what you can achieve in 12 years is also underestimated. And it's that that makes me so excited you know, of what people can do. And it's amazing these people in this scenario, how much amazing things can happen in five or 10 years from, from, from doing this over and over again. And they look back and they say, like, oh my gosh, look how much we've achieved, okay? And they're in just such, such, a, such a, a great state. I love working with this cohort of people. I think I love working with this cohort more, more than I work with people with, you know, with, um, you know, a heap of money. I get a really kick out of working with people and making them achieve their goals and aspirations and getting them to that next level. And I know you do, Mason, and I know the team does as well too. But I think what it all boils down to is that, Regardless of if we're in the game or whatnot, there's just always a sense of achieving those goals and getting to that next level, regardless of what you're doing. So for this cohort, I hope this was great optimism in regards to what can be achieved. I hope we've given you some tips in regards to some of the holes that we look out for and some of the things that you need to be mindful of. Um, and I hope this has given you some great nuggets to think about, about taking this to the absolute next steps, okay? Thanks, Mason, for jumping on again. Next, next week, we'll be deep diving a little bit more into this, okay, and talking about some of the actual strategies that we sit behind around helping clients to accelerate their, their, their wealth journey. So um, if you like it, share it to other people, please uh, feel free. But if not, we'll see you next week when we deep dive into more of the accelerated strategies for this cohort. Sounds awesome. Thanks, John. Cheers, mate. Thank you for listening to another episode of Cash Talk. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you want to learn more about me, jump onto my Instagram at, at thejohncasher and you'll find me there or at my website at www.johncasher.com.au. Thanks for listening. Cheers.